Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here it is. Double digits. Episode number 10. Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. Let's go. And welcome to episode 10 of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. The Flyers not in action on Wednesday night. Matter of fact, very light card in the NHL. But uh, nonetheless, a game that mattered tonight because one of the teams the Flyers are battling with here in the Eastern Conference in this race to the playoffs, push to the playoffs, whatever the heck you want to call it, doesn't matter, Was the Tor- is rather the Toronto Maple Leafs. They were coming into today on the outside looking in. And the two games on the card tonight, while well, the Bruins beat the Blackhawks in overtime 2-1, to one. that doesn't affect the Flyers a whole heck of a lot, although the Bruins still sit at the top of the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference. That being said, the Rangers tonight hosting the Maple Leafs, and the Rangers get a 5-3 win over the Leafs. So the Leafs fail to pick up a point. They don't get it to overtime. It's not one of those three-point games that I've been complaining about incessantly here on Flyers Daily. Uh, But the Leafs fail to capitalize on an opportunity against a non-playoff team. And now they're still on the outside looking in. They've lost back-to-back games to Florida and the Rangers now. Florida was at home. They lost that 5-3. They lost on the road tonight to the Rangers, 5-3 as well. Coming up games, uh, games coming up rather for uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. They have Anaheim on Friday at home in Montreal on Saturday night, presumably Hockey Night in Canada, safe assumption, Arizona and Dallas coming up. So a couple of tough games in there. That Montreal game will be a tough one at the Bell Center on Saturday night. Dallas, uh, certainly a good team. Arizona as well is in the playoff mix in the Western Conference. So with that, the, the standings really have not changed today, uh, at least in the Eastern Conference. Uh, in the the Flyers still sitting right now in wild card number two, one point back of the Islanders in wild card number one. The Columbus Blue Jackets still still sit with that third spot in the Metropolitan Division. Um, with fifty, they've played fifty four games, so Flyers have a game in hand on Columbus, uh, and Columbus has sixty seven points. The two teams on the outside looking in, we're calling this a ten horse race because that's basically what it is. Um, the two teams on the outside looking in right now, Carolina and the Toronto Maple Leafs that we, we just talked about. Carolina, if you look at their schedule coming up, real interesting. Uh, this is a team right now that's reeling a bit as well. Uh, Carolina has missed a couple opportunities. They played really well in the beginning of the year, but right now uh, they just lost to the St. Louis Blues on the road, 6-3. Th- there's no great shame in that. Um, they did beat Vancouver uh, at home in the shootout, but lost the prior game at home to Vegas. But they're going on a road trip now, and they're going to face some tough teams. How about this? Starting tonight in Arizona, Saturday in Vegas, Tuesday at Dallas. Boy, this is a tough stretch of games right now for the Carolina Hurricanes. Flyers got to keep winning, keep collecting points, and try and put a little space between them and the Canes, especially if the Canes struggle on that road trip, and that is no party at all for the Carolina Hurricanes. The Flyers, conversely, their schedule coming up. We know tonight they get the New Jersey Devils. New Jersey, second-worst team in the Eastern Conference. they got to take care of business against the Devils. Wayne Simmons back in town as well. Uh, Saturday night, tough matchup on the road. They'll go to Washington, take on the Caps. Uh, But in that situation, they've had a couple of games recently where they've really taken on some tough opponents on the road. 
uh, harken back to that St. Louis game where they got the overtime win against the Blues, played the Penguins real tough on Friday night, uh, came away with a point, lost the game in the, in the overtime when Crosby scored 55 seconds in, but they've played well on the road against good teams. And this is one of the big things in the second half of the season and this push to the playoffs. they got to be better on the road. We'll see if they figured that out because they seem like they're playing a little bit better on the road. They went to Detroit and beat Detroit three to nothing, but that was Detroit. And as I've said before, Detroit just isn't just bad; they stink. So New Jersey uh, tonight, then Washington on Saturday, and then Florida on Monday before the Flyers will head on their own three-game road trip against the Islanders, Florida Panthers, and Tampa Bay Lightning, and then come home for a. Uh, will be the front end of a home-and-home with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So we talk about Carolina being an important stretch. Flyers are in an equally as important stretch. Now, one of the guys for the Flyers that's playing real well and providing a lot of depth scoring for this team right now is Scott Lawton, number 21. He's been tremendous. Now, he did suffer through a couple of injuries this season. He had to shake those off. But when Lawton has been healthy, uh, he has been really good for this Flyers team. Um, he has three goals in his last three games. It's the first time in his career he scored goals in three straight games. On the season, 33 games, nine goals, five assists, and 14 points. He's a plus four, uh, playing just over 14 minutes a game, 14 minutes and 20 seconds. He's a guy that kills penalties. He's a guy that you can move around in different combinations with lines. He can play the wing. He can play center. And I had a chance to catch up with him yesterday at Flyers practice Here's Scott Lawton. Joining us right now on Flyers Daily is Scott Lawton. Scott, three straight games, three straight goals. You feeling pretty good offensively right now? Yeah, uh, they're they're kind of falling in for me, and um, yeah, I got an empty netter against Colorado, so um, yeah, things are just kind of bouncing the right way for me, and and uh, finding ways to, to get open in the offensive zone and, and make things happen. So um, feel pretty good right now. I think uh, I can do. A little bit uh, better in, in other areas of the game, but uh, right now just just trying to find those areas and, and uh, put the puck in. Coming back from the injury, did, did you feel like it took you a little bit of time to kind of get the hands in sync with the body and sync with the mind and all that? Uh, yeah, I think uh, it was definitely a tougher injury than, than when I hurt my finger because uh, when... When I hurt my finger, I was skating all the time and was back on the ice three days after surgery. So um, didn't really have any issues with with that. But uh, with the with the lower body, it's it's uh, definitely different. You don't skate as much, and and uh, you take a little bit more time, and um, still kind of lingering throughout. So um, I think that break was huge for me, and and uh, got me back to 100%. And I'm um, feeling pretty good. What did you do over the break? Did what do you do to kind of get away from the game, knowing that when you come back, it's going to be a pretty intense push to the playoffs and got willing a long run yeah uh went home actually first time in a, a couple of years usually i go somewhere hot and and uh, kind of enjoy the beach and and uh, things like that but um uh, went home uh saw my family and my girlfriend and and uh, just relaxed for for six seven days and got back here and is it easy to unplug the brain and just kind of like go to relax mode or does that take a couple days just to get there a couple days yeah, yeah. it takes a couple days you you get home and you're kind of busy and and uh but after a couple of days you settle in and um, yeah, I just try to 
tried to relax as much as possible and uh, and see some family and, and uh, I thought it was good to, to see some grandparents and, and uh, go for some dinners and just relax. Um, you've been with this group, this team for a long time. The past bunch of years it's been uh, it would have to be a, a huge push to get into the playoffs. You're kind of chasing the standings. You guys right now are in the wild card position but it's, it's really tight. But being in the position that you are now without having to make up 10 points is a big mental difference. So when you guys return from the break, is that something you can sense everybody's like okay we're in a really good position now let's get it done yeah i think so i think uh, especially last year when when we were kind of behind the eight ball and um we were chasing the game and we won 10 in a row or, or whatever we did and then um we kind of had a letdown right after and and uh, i think it takes a toll on you uh physically when you're pushing in games and and uh but definitely more more of the mental side and and uh looking at it every day and and uh, seeing so um now, now that we're in a position, uh, I think we got off to a good start. A couple tough road trips, but um, we put ourselves in a good spot to, to control our own destiny and, and uh, get in. Coming back from that trip, you beat teams like Washington. You beat Colorado last week. You beat St. Louis on the road. You beat the best teams in this league st- from a standing standpoint. Uh, knowing that you can do that both home and on the road, what does that do for your confidence going forward for the remainder? We have a lot of division games left. Yeah, I think we have to play with that swagger going forward. I think uh, we got to know we're a good team, and, and uh, I think guys are are, uh, are feeling that around around the ring. So um, I think we just got to believe in each other, and, and uh, I think we're doing that and, and uh, continue to roll. And um, Yeah, like you said, we, we go into some tough buildings and, and uh, pull out some gutsy wins. So um, it's been been a good ride so far, but uh, now, it's a, now it's a push. To, to provide that depth scoring that the team needs to get that from all four lines is huge for any team. Um, your game right now, where do you feel like your game is? Are you, do you feel like you're playing some of your best hockey in the NHL? Yeah, I, I think this year's definitely um, been one of my better years. I obviously had, had some injuries that I uh, haven't dealt with in a while, so um, that's uh, definitely been, been the toughest part of my year. But uh, other than that, I've uh, been getting really good opportunity on the PK and late in games and, and uh, protecting leads. So I've um, been definitely getting the opportunity to, to succeed and, and uh, can't thank uh, this coaching staff enough for that. So. Um, just try and prove them right and, and uh, go out there and do a job. Last thing for Scott Lawton, uh, you get dressed uh, next to Michael Raffle. How do you deal with Raffle on a day-in and day-out basis? <laughs> it's tough. Uh, no, yeah, we ride together every day to the rink and, and live in the same building, so um, I was saying it over there before. Uh, we roomed together our first year in 2012 in Lake Placid and um, kind of built our relationship from there. We didn't like each other too much at the start. I think. Uh, the what was the issue? Did he snore or something? No, we didn't talk. We, I think we were both kind of entering the league and, and both really shy guys and um, just didn't really uh, mesh right away, so we always joke about that. But, uh, no, it's been a, a really good ride with him and, um, both of us have, have played together for, for a while, and, and uh, I don't know. It's just uh, having that comfort level with a guy that uh, that you can lean on in tough times of the year. So, um, and you never know what he's going to say at a certain time to cut tension, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he does that. But uh, when you're one-on-one, it's it's uh, it's different. You can lean on him, and, and 
Yeah, I just really appreciate his friendship and, and uh, what he brings on a daily basis. Uh, he, he keeps it pretty light. Well, Scott, we appreciate what you're doing on the ice right now. Good luck coming up uh, against the Devils tonight, and uh, good luck down the road. Thank you. There you go, Scott Lawton uh, from practice yesterday. Uh, real interesting note from practice yesterday, too. I should have kind of maybe started with this. almost buried the lead here. A um, couple of guys back on the ice practicing with the team. Let's start with Carter Hart. He was out there working out. He's not ready, and he will not be dressed for the game tonight against the Devils. It will be Brian Elliott with Alex Lyon backing up. But I'm getting the sense that Carter Hart is getting real close to being back and available for this Flyers team. We'll see if that happens this weekend, perhaps. Um, but uh, he get back on the ice, looking good, moving very well. Didn't seem to be showing any ill effects of the lower abdominal strain that he was out with uh, for the last couple of weeks. Okay, so he's back on the ice. Shane Gossesbear back on the ice as well. Um, and and, and Gossesbear looked really good, skating really well. You got to wonder if maybe this injury that he was dealing with in the knee was something that was kind of hurting his burst and his lateral ability. And he's a player that is, he's not the fastest player, but he's a very shifty player and a shifty skater. And that's how he creates his time and space. And you haven't seen that so much this year. Maybe going in and getting that thing cleaned up, getting it, getting the scope in there really may help him. And we could see a different Shane Gosses bear when the Flyers come back or when he gets back on the ice and with the team. And who knows what the effect is of him back on the power play as well. The question is, who comes out? That's the question for another day that Elaine Vigneault is going to have to answer here coming up very soon. Uh, we'll see if Gosses bear even maybe plays tonight against the Devils. And then the other guy that was on the ice today and practicing with the team. Now, it was a, it was a skills practice today. It's not a traditional practice of systems. It's, you're working on skills today. And Nolan Patrick was on the ice with the team today for a skills practice. Now, it's not a full-blown practice, and he's not going to play tonight. But I think that that is likely a step in the right direction. And by the way, he looked good. I, I was at the practice today at Voorhees, and Nolan Patrick looked good. Skating looked good. His hands looked good. So if they can get Nolan Patrick back, that slots this team so different going forward because now you have another center. You can move Drew back to the wing, and the team just slots in a much better situation. It's why you went out and got Kevin Hayes, too. So you have these three big centers up the middle. You go with Couturier, you have Hayes, and you have uh, Nolan Patrick in the middle. And then you have now Giroux on the wing. You have more depth scoring. You have more playmaking ability. You alleviate some of the responsibility from Giroux's game as well. So we'll see as if Nolan Patrick will be able to get back. Hopefully he has no setbacks and he can get back on the ice and take care of business and start contributing for this team this year. Hasn't played a game yet this year with the migraine disorder. Just a crazy situation. Um, but first and foremost, we hope he is feeling much better. For obvious reasons, I can't imagine what it would be like to be suffering from migraines, a, a disorder. I always said that would be the worst thing to die of, dying of a migraine. Headaches are bad, and migraines are just horrific. So we hope he's feeling better and he's found a solution or a treatment that's going to help him because that would be great news for the Flyers and get him back on the ice and contributing with this team as well. He is an important piece for this team if they're going to not only this season, but really big picture. When you move up from 13 to 2 in a draft and you're able to get that kind of that luck of the lottery, uh, you hope it pays dividends. You look at that draft. I mean, what a crazy draft. Nico Heischer, number one. Uh, Nolan Patrick, number two. Uh, Miro Heiskanen. Uh, and then you have Kale McCarr and Elias Pettersson. 
what a draft that was. Uh, if Nico, or excuse me, if Nolan Patrick can start to live up to the billing and uh, hopefully, look, maybe he was on his way, but dealing with this migraine issue certainly hasn't helped. We'll see if he's able to get back in and contribute for the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, so we'll see how that goes. By the way, real quick note as well on Flyers Fix, the next episode, it'll be coming out on Monday. Uh, I had a chance to sit down for a nice 20-minute conversation with Flyers head coach Elaine Vigneault. And uh, just to tell everybody, you're going to love this conversation. Uh, Elaine Vigneault, just a tremendous interview. So we'll give that to you on Monday. Also in that episode of Flyers Fix, which will come out on Monday, we'll have an interview with Claude Giroux and Michael Raffle together. So we'll see how that goes. Michael Raffle uh, can loosen up, uh, uh, loosen people up pretty good, and it might be some interesting conversation. So you'll have to tune in on Monday on Flyers Fix and find out. And lastly, real quick before I wrap up, um, everybody thanks you for tweeting and everything it's been great um and keep the tweets coming about the about the show about the things you hear the interaction i know a lot of people tweeted in about uh my state of the nhl union which uh, i had a lot of positives and negatives that i went through yesterday great stuff from everybody you can tweet me at jason mert j-a-s-o-n-m-y-r-t and also um i appreciate people noticing the music at the end of the show People get pumped up by the song that I use as a closer, and I change it every episode. So if you have, like, something you want me to put in there, certainly let me know. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Flyers and Devils tonight at the Wells Fargo Center. Tune in to Flyers Radio and check out all the action. We'll have the pregame show at 6.50, and we'll see if the Flyers can get another very important two points in this game. Everybody, have a great day, and enjoy your hockey. Last night